The Hockey Guys are brought to you by Cullen Insulation, covering all of North Dakota and West Central Minnesota. Game on! Game on! Game on! He shoots, he scores! One for one! That is going wild! The Hockey Guys are on the air. This is your fight. Now go out there and take it. The Hockey Guys. The tradition continues. Okay, guys, show us what you got. Welcome, hockey fans. I don't, is my mic on? Spence, is my mic on? Well, welcome to this year's season of the Hockey Guys. Jeff Bradall, Eddie Christian, Coach Dean Wilson, and Dr. Phil Johnson, a.k.a. Dr. Blood this morning. Thank you for bringing the Clamata Caesars. Thank you. Eddie, you're in a suit coat. Ty, what's going on? Hey, it's a serious, serious time here with what's going on, so I thought I'd better uh, spruce up a little bit, put on the suit tie and the white shirt today, because I think tonight business suits will be out. Or you read Hallstrom's memo that said we had to shape up and be serious, or what? I got that memo. You didn't. Yeah, I'm in a T-shirt, unshaved and unshowered, but I still look a lot better than Wills over there. At least he found the T-shirt that fits. So looking good today, Wills. I, I feel like a million bucks Canadian, six hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eddie, who's our great sponsors this year? Well, the sponsors are Cullen Insulation, and uh, they do everything covering all of North Dakota and West Central Minnesota. Also this year, we'll sponsored by Bag and Strand and Vision, Federated Insurance, and the Fargo Forest Hockey Team. So thanks to our show sponsors. If you want to get on board, join us. Absolutely. Phil, Dr. Phil. Yes. Let's talk about the second period last night. Then we're going to go to Coach, uh, Coach Wilson on how to beat it. The Gophers had that puck, puck possession, I would say, 80% of the time. Yes. In the second period. Shots in that second period, 15-2 to two maybe, Eddie. But the Gophers could not break down the Sioux defense. Right. Sitting on the bench as you are in the World Juniors and et cetera, what do you think the Gophers needed to do in that second period? You know, when I looked at them, they have so much skill. I mean, they have more skill than, than probably anybody in the country. Um, but the thing that I, I noticed that they were holding on to the puck a lot. They need to pass. Get it moving. You've got to get your guys moving. And I didn't see a tremendous amount of that. I saw a lot of guys trying to do their deal and do their thing. Um, but the key with some of those teams that if, if they're really packing it back in, start passing a lot, get people moving. That opens up your lanes and that you're opening up your shot lanes and away you go. You know, Eddie, the funny thing about I, – I love this. The Gophers went out two good hits in that first period. The fans were going crazy. Yeah, but then Clevin just – just annihilated it. Annihilated it. Didn't he? Yeah, he did. Crowd sat down and the Gophers stopped hitting after yep. that. Yep. And then when they tried to hit the Sioux players, the Gophers just went flying. Well, they couldn't catch him either. But Clevin, stepping up at that point, yes. made a statement. Made a statement with that big hit. Absolutely. Shut him down. Absolutely. Shut him down. 
Well, he's a veteran now. I mean, he's got to take charge. He's got to look for his leadership. I think from his experience now, he's learned how to dial it back and play smart. You know, it's, it's just, I would say you, you got to get to the edge, but don't get over the edge. You, you, you hurt us. And he's yep. figured out how to get on the edge and not fall over the edge. And he's a good physical player. I think that's a good point. And, and I think he learned a lot of that in the world junior competitions. You know, you can't go over the edge on the physical play because they'll call it on you. And so he's a finesse player now, which is awesome. But boy, he's, I'd like to see him get more shots from the point. He has got just a rocket for a shot. And, and the goalies always talk to me about that. Geez, that thing's powerful. So I, we need to get him the puck up in the top of the point, you know, whether that's a power play or not, because he has just a bomb for a shot. He does. Eddie, two things. One, I, I, I saw the defense going back and forth in the blue line with the puck. I, I, they, they have to shoot more. Yeah. If they're open, yeah, they, you don't you don't get open in a game like this. You got to shoot. Secondly, Brock Faber, the big name, the big defenseman in college hockey this year, playing for the Gophers. Frisch, Ethan Frisch, last night, I think played mano to mano equal to him, and I think Ethan Frisch is a player mm-hmm. that's going to step into an NHL roster after this season and have just as good of a pro career as as Brock Faber. He's a little bit like the Ness kid from Rosal. Remember Ness, yeah. Aaron yeah. Ness? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Logs a lot of ice time. Yep. Not physical, not big. Yep. Everybody wonders how can he keep going, but when the game's on the line, he's out there and he seems to defend. He's quick. Yeah. He's got a good stick. Defends well. But he a lot always, of minutes. Yeah, but we always talk about ice presence. He's just a smart hockey player. And you watch him, he's just smart. And, and some players have a lot of skill, but maybe not quite as great ice presence. But Ethan does. You know, He's just a smart hockey player. Every time I watch him, I go, this does smart things. He, he sees the ice well and does makes good decisions. Yep. And so does Brock. I mean, I've, I've had the luxury of watching Brock for the last couple of years, and he he's he's really smart on the ice. He knows where everybody is, and he makes good decisions. I mean, he very rarely uh, gets caught up ice. Uh, he's just he's just a good, smart hockey player. And I think that's that's kind of a testament when you don't hear about them a lot. You know, they're doing their job. You know, they're not getting beat, and and that's what he is. He's a very solid, very solid player, and a good and a good young man as well. Both teams last night played. Really, it was really a great well. game. Yeah. Great, great game to watch. And yep. that overtime, where you know, Ed, let's visit about this real quick. Knives just gets the leverage and the one step on Janrick, the defenseman for the Sioux. I'm gonna, I'm gonna word it different. I don't think he got a step on Janrick. I think Janrick over and overplayed. He, he thought he was gonna move the puck back up because the game, the game on Olympic ice. I think what people kind of look at, and I'll give you a real quick one. Everybody knows that the outside's open, so it's easy to keep the puck up high and go back and forth and and get the puck to the net. So yep. I thought he anticipated to the blue line, got his stick turned over, and he had it up to keep him from giving the pass, and at that point he gave him the lower part of the ice. Yep. He, he basically gave him where to go, so it didn't really get beat. If he would have been in position, Nice doesn't make that play. And I, and I think the goaltender... He overplays a little bit. He leaves that far side open, you know, the backhand with Lacombe. Um, in a, it, it, I would like to see him come out and challenge just a little bit. I know that's not really his game. He doesn't want to play the puck much. He could watch some Casey highlights. It'll teach him how yeah, to absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Darren Jensen. Or Darren Jensen. Jensen. Yep. yep. Or, or I'll challenge him a little or bit. Or if, re- if you really want to understand Darren Poopa, he'd come out to the blue line oh, yeah. to try to tackle you, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I think he could challenge a little Axel bit. Axel the same way. Yep. 
But I think early in this season, you know, like even last week with U and D, four goals against. I mean, it's a baseline. At the beginning of the year, it's a baseline where you're at and where you want to go. What things you got to clean up. If you got, you don't have a veteran team. You got a lot of new personnel. Puck movement, working together. How do you iron those things out? Spence, he's still doing the floss in the booth there, but uh, uh, they're the real deal. The Gophers, they're strong. They got a nice team, and they're they're dangerous. And uh, it's going to be exciting how they progress through through the season. Both teams, right? Yeah, I I will share with you that hopefully we can get uh, Coach Moscow on. We're trying to get him. We're going to try to catch him at eight fifty three after uh, church service this morning. But we'll have Rick Zombo on at eight thirty five, and a little shout out to Lindenwood. He is coaching. Got his first win last weekend. Shot a little text to him. Got a chance to catch up to him a couple weeks ago when he was in open D one hockey against the Gophers. And if you go back and look. You would have thought the Gophers with their lineup should have blown Lindenwood out by 12 goals. They were competitive games. So a little did inkling. Did they play the Gophers? They little, little inkling. They started out with Minnesota. Oh, did they? Their opening that. weekend was at Minnesota. Then they went to Michigan. And I'll be careful here for the little M fans, but that's the game that Purdue came in and took the plug out of the boat. You know, the teams that figure out how to pull the plug on that Gopher rowboat, they don't do very well when the plug's out. I keep saying, you guys should let me go in and talk to that coach, uh, Fleck, and explain to him how boats work when you have plugs in the back. Well, Either that or the fan base isn't rowing fast enough to keep the boat, being able to, you know, let the water out. So anyway, a little humor, but I hey, uh, got a chance to catch up with both Mots and uh, Zomer, and it was kind of fun. Will said the best line last night at the end of the game. Come on. Minnesota, Minnesota won, but they've peaked. They always peak the second or third week of the season. Well, that was get, the best line. Well, I got to, you know, I always got to rib Spence a little bit. I got to, Peggy Johnson, she's from Medina. I used to work with her. I got to give her a shout out too because we got a, we got chocolate treats on the line uh, for her to make me. So don't, uh, John, don't order the ringette, Peggy, because we're still coming. But uh, yeah, and I always got to take my little zings with uh, the Gophers. You know, they, they do a nice job. They usually peak and, uh, Late October before Halloween. Hey, by the way, Spencer, we kind of like the side profile because the, the the where we can actually see your facial reactions. Yeah, it's not that pretty. <laughs> I hey, I'm, it's a fantastic morning, so I can't complain. Where's but your you, toque? Yeah, every, I, can't, I told you, I can't wear it this weekend. Every time he chirps, Spence got his beard all shaved up. It's yeah. trimmed. The gooner. Either you got a girlfriend or Hallstrom's uh, laying the law down on you. One or the other. It's hey, nice the, to be presentable. All right. Yeah, and, for those, and for those of you that are listening that didn't watch the game last night, you should try and tune in tonight. Like oh, yeah. I told Spence, there's 26 NHL draft choices playing on the ice. I mean, there is a that lot That sounds of like skill. 1982 at it, North Dakota. Doesn't it, though? Against I mean, Wisconsin. The, yeah, I mean, the whole it, – it is really fun to watch. Fun game. Oh, I, I, it was really entertaining. And, you know, I, I, you know the goal was a, was a good overtime goal. It was a nice play, and I saw how it developed and happened. But goaltending was huge. Yeah, the, the goal, Gophers goaltender has been stellar mm-hmm. since he came in at Christmas last year. Isn't that a nice treat to have for, as Bob Motzko? Yeah. So, what do you do tonight in North Dakota? Do you switch it up or do you keep him? That's the question. You go win. Well, true. But is your winning formula with a new goaltender, or do you, uh, or do you stay with the stay with the same? For North Dakota or for Minnesota? For North Dakota. You know, hey, well, let's, let's hear from the callers. 271 1100. 271. No, that's not it. Spencer's saying it's a different. Yeah, number. no, it's 701 293 293 9000. 
9,000 will be easier for you to remember, Jeff. So, again, we appreciate the hockey guys. are brought to you by Cullen Insulation with locations covering all of North Dakota and West Central Mona. We'll be back with more on the Hockey Guys, sponsored by Cullen Insulation. When it comes to insulation, call the experts at Cullen. Partly cloudy skies for today, looking pretty decent out there. It will be a bit breezy at times with winds out of the east-southeast about 10 to 15 and highs in the upper 60s. Overnight tonight, partly cloudy. will drop down to a low in the mid to upper 40s and clouds thicken up on your Sunday. It will turn breezy as the storm system approaches from our south. We'll have a high in the mid to upper 60s with a chance for some isolated showers and storms coming in after dark, and that will last into Sunday overnight and into early Monday. From the Skywatch Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dean Wysocki. One, two, three. Oh, hi, Jenny here. Just counting all the dollars I saved at my local Big Deals online store. What? You haven't saved yet? Get on it. You'll love the great selection of gift certificates at discount prices. They make great gifts, too. And you can shop right from your phone. Nothing satisfies like counting all those savings. Now let me get back to it. Six, seven, eight. Jerry Breyer is here, the generous one, from Gold Silver Exchange Grand Forks. Let's talk about why precious metals are so very valuable right now. Well, many financial advisors are recommending but that we buy gold and silver now. And with all the advertising you see on TV with the gold and silver, we can um, match and beat any of those prices. We recommend you load up on silver and gold while there's a good supply. At some point, the supply is going to get very short. And if you're not here early, you may have to be on a waiting list for some time like we were the last time in 2011 and 12. Call Jerry and his team. They can be trusted. You don't want to be dealing with somebody you don't know over the phone from a TV uh, commercial. Give them a call, 701-746-9952 or online to at Gold Silver Exchange. Tell them Scott sent you to Gold Silver Exchange, Grand Forks. Brian Feuder with the NDSCS Apprenticeship Program. NDSCS's apprenticeship program is really based on the typical apprenticeship models that have been in, the, in in existence for many years. But currently there are over a thousand apprenticeable occupations that are recognized by the United States Department of Labor. Hi, I'm Dixie Bope. I'm the Director of Nursing at Four Seasons Healthcare Center. I encourage other companies to use the NDSCS apprenticeship program. They have a personal relationship with you. They help you out with advertising. They help bringing in new candidates, interviews, um, getting the word out. Hi, my name is Pamela Morrow, Project Specialist for NDSCS Apprenticeship. If you're interested in a program, please reach out today by calling 701-231-6927 or go online to ndscs.edu backslash workforce hyphen affairs and click on the Apprenticeship North Dakota tab. See if the NDSCS Apprenticeship Program is for you. Faber, back to Nyes. They've got Cooley waiting in the wings. Nyes, pivots, drive to that score! And Minnesota wins! It's Matthew Nyes, and the building blows the roof off this place! And that's thank you to Bally Sports North with that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful game here. So we are back for the hockey guys right here in studio. Jeff, Eddie, Dr. Phil. And Dean Wilson. Well, thanks, Spence. You know, we were all sitting back drinking our Clamatos and 
talking uh, hockey and the Spence without you, what would we do? By the way, Jeff, what we said was is we didn't want to see that little M fan be sitting here making it look easy with all us North Dakota grads. So we thought we'd give you the mic. So you did okay. Well, that, yeah, uh, you know, once in a while you got to once in a while you got to own the farm too, right, Spence? Yeah. Well, we knew that uh, UND have, has been there, done that, and uh, you can have a lot of those replays. That one will probably be uh, going into the memory bank. At, one of three, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new ringtone. Well, you welcome be, back to the yeah. hockey guys. Jeff Brady, Eddie Christian Dean, the Coach Wilson, we were and Dr. Had, Wilson. He, Eddie, what do we got for scores? Some we, good games out there. I wanted to see if Spencer had the scripting down right, because I'm sitting here with about six sheets of paper to make sure that I don't say anything wrong this morning, Gunnar. So anyway, here we are. Uh, well, first off, little shout-out. We're going to have uh, Coach Rick Zombo, Lindenwood University, on at 835. Uh, last weekend picked up his first win against Air Force, so I shared with him you can't get to 100, but you got your first one, so now you can. So a little shout-out. We'll have that discussion with Mr. Zombo as to how you build a D1 program and come in and starts out with Minnesota. The next weekend he goes up and plays Duluth, then goes over and plays Bemidji, then heads to Michigan, and this weekend he's at AIC. He went out and picked off a schedule that I don't think any coach that's ever came into college hockey in my memory, which is shorter than Wills's, but pretty amazing to watch. We'll ask him those questions, and if you want to uh, get involved with that discussion, do they get Jeff partici- will remember the number. Do they get participation fees like they do in football? You know, I'm not sure. I think they, they may. Did, man, that, that would help his program. Right yeah, he's, he, I, I would, but again, how he... I think he, they get ribbons, don't they, Wills? I, I, or I think participation for, ribbons? I mean, for an ex-teammate that was kind of... Uh, Kind of just a steady, steady guy on D. Played, played Absolutely. in NHL. A, a name that flies under it, from a UND alumni side of it. Rick yep. Zombo has done a pretty spectacular job. And the didn't his son play at Omaha? Yes, and the, yeah. the relationships he built uh, are are helping some kids out and definitely helping out the city of St. Louis. So Air Force uh, lost to RIT. They uh, having a tough year. Sacred Heart Niagara started up some inner conference play. And Niagara on that one. Bemidji State beat Tech. So Bemidji State came out big one. Uh, BU's uh, in trouble. Connecticut goes to 6-0. and Watch out for Connecticut. Miami, 5-3 over Canisius. A couple of teams that aren't there. Arizona State, uh, a few of us will be out for that game uh, next weekend. I get to spend, uh, how do I say this? I get to spend 8 out of 10 days in Vegas. We'll figure that one out, Wills. You're the you're the mathematician here, being the uh, professor. And then we had Michigan State over Long Island, uh, Ohio State Bentley, three one, New Hampshire over Army three one. Army uh, starts out zero one four. So uh, to uh, Riles, pick it up, bud. You got to get that one rolling. Uh, maybe one that people are shocked with. St. Thomas took Penn State, so a tie, just like the uh, UND. And Gopher game a tie with uh, an overtime win by Penn State. And then Wisconsin. Got to mention Wisconsin. And some guys are saying, hey, what's happening with uh, with Duluth? Uh, Wills, uh, Scotty's coaching. Those are coaching moments for Scotty, right? It's early in the season. Like I say, as a coach, it's a baseline where you're at and where you want to end, you know. And you know, I keep, you know, I listened to Coach Barry the other day and, uh you know, there's a lot of things you talked earlier, Dr. Phil, about goaltending. You know, last week the Sioux were averaging four goals against. You can't have that unless you got guys scoring 100 points and win a game 9-8. So they got to figure out how to tidy it up. I thought that yesterday they tidied that up. 
So I think, you know, getting back to that goal tonight, I think you roll with him again. You know, I, I don't think so, Wells. I think you uh, you bring in your second guy, who call we call first guy. You know, it's early in the season. you got to get everyone playing. What a better way to, to see where your goaltending stands than have uh, that backup come in and play. The other thing is, if, uh, there's going to be three, I bet you, three new guys coming in that, well, are, maybe, that sat out last night. Maybe time if you're a coach, you call up uh, the institution, you call up Gino and say, how did you manage three goalies? Well, you know, from Remember when Gino used to manage three goalies, right? But that's tough. I used to live with Mel Donnelly, you know, and he has a shutout, and then all of a sudden he gets yanked out, and I think Ayabuchi's back in. The, my point is is that I've learned with goalies is that when you try to keep all three happy, you don't keep any of them happy. They're competitors. If it isn't broke, you go with the guy that's going to get the job done, and it's depending on what level you're at, how long you get them to audition. High school, I let them audition to January 1st. When you get college – you, you get a small window to audition, and when you get pro, you don't get any window to audition. Here's my question. That's a good point. Coach Wilson, who are you auditioning for? Are you auditioning for the coach or the team that's playing in front of you? Well, that blonde had a girl up in the top well, I th- row. I th- no, I think, Jeff, what I'm throwing at Sitting is that, by herself. that, that Wilson's, Wilson's having a kid audition, but if he went in and talked to his kids and said, who do you feel confident behind you, the players will tell you which guy's going to play in goal. You were bang on, and I used to do surveys sometimes with players where line, you know, I let them do the lines and who they thought should be in the right spot, and you'd be surprised going, boy, we're fools here because the players are on the pulse. They know exactly what they go, what are you doing here? And, and they, you know, a good player is not going to question you. A good leader might come in, a captain come in your office and question you. But you're right, Eddie. I mean, they know who they want. They see it every day in practice. Let's let's get after it. Let's let's throw this at you. We'll use names from the past because those are the ones you remember. You think for a second Gino didn't look at Pat and say, "Hey, if you go up ice, who do you want behind you?" Because if you gave Patrick the green light, we were great. But if he was a little less confident in the guy behind him, uh, he may not talk, go up ice, right? So the, your defensive core, I think, has the most influence on who your goalie should be because. If Faber has confidence, he's got a goalie behind him. He's got the red light all the time. Well, you're or right. I mean, depending on your positions is how you play. You know, if if you got strong goaltending, you can take more chances. I remember I Jeff Arfu used to coach at Fargo North. He said something to me. I was talking my head about blocking shots. You know, you block ten shots, you save one goal. You play somebody good, you block three shots, you save a goal. You know, so you play it differently. Of you can can you take chances if if you got strong goaltending, you got to be smarter, and then just development. You know. Get to know each other and play each other, you know. So, so no surprise, but a big surprise because Providence came in un, unbeaten, but Denver rolled Providence four to one. And again, we have a couple of other ones. Massachusetts, watch out! They may uh, be the team to watch again as they rolled Union seven to one. Merrimack over Colgate five zero, <clears throat> and again uh, Northern Michigan four and three on the year. They played seven games already. But Northern Michigan, a few uh, local products playing out of Northern. So uh, kind of once in a while, pick that one up. Michigan 5-2 over Lake Superior. Alaska over Omaha. And uh, Omaha goes to 1-3. And, and again, the other team that uh, once in a while we mentioned, uh, last night my uh, grandson, whose father is an alum over there, rolled me over and we watched a period of, uh, believe it or not, Concordia and Jamestown. So a little local college hockey, so sometimes uh, good to get out and see what some things are going on. And that game when I left after this second period was tied 2-2. So Jamestown College ready to maybe take a look at 
moving up in their world. But And then Notre Dame over Western Michigan, not good for the NCHC there. Western Michigan goes to 4-2, and two, Notre Dame 3-1. and one. You always like to see uh, the NCHC against that uh, Big Ten schedule. So yeah, that was go, college hockey there. And well, then again, St. Cloud. Uh, Did you uh, mention St. Cloud 3? Mankato yeah. 2. Yeah, no, I, yeah, St. Cloud undefeated, 5-0. and oh. So let, watch, let, watch out for... Uh, you know, let's talk about the, the MIAC here real quick. That is that is a league that hockey desperately needs. With all the players around here, we need that league to be stellar. And they are a good league. They have they're they're a good players, good teams. I've always said their first line can play in any D one program. But now let's take the Mayak and you mentioned Jamestown, private college. Maybe that is a college that comes in and replaces St. Thomas, but you've got college hockey now as part of the university in Minot. You take a look at Bismarck. You take a look at uh, Dickinson. We need those colleges to to step up. Absolutely, it, it, it's great, great for the people to get out. Great entertainment, great things for people to do. It's a great sport, but it'll also enhance the overall the play of uh, the game in, or in the communities they're in. The players watch these these older players. I'm going to I'm going to suggest Gooner if you're paying attention over there because looks like you're getting a little head nod. But there there was as much uh, maroon and and uh, gold last night in the Concordia home game as there was at the Gopher game because it seemed to me like I kept seeing the same group of fans over and over again wearing maroon and they didn't want to pan out to show the green. Yeah, Doc, there what do you was think? Some green. What do you think, Doc? There was a lot of green. There was there? a lot of green. I mean, and, and it was down low in the bowl too. Uh, I was impressed how there were quite a few empty seats, even in the third yeah, period. I, I saw it, that. And I, you know, it was billed as it was sold out. So where were they? Were they over at Stub and Herbs or were they, you know, I don't, I don't know. You where. see that commercial? They were selling advertising. Now, I'm not, this isn't no joke. Tickets starting at $10. Yeah. Which tells me. Yeah. There's, there's a little. They're hey, just hey, showing go, it's affordable. Hey, and hey, that's, hey, go, not all schools do hey, that. Hey, Gunnar, you kind of let out this segment. So do you want to figure out how you're going to respond to an empty seat? Uh, no. Hey, let me filled. answer. They're going out to Penn State in football, and it's a football school. That's going to be a rough game tonight. So I'm not I'm focused on the hockey. Spence, okay. $10, two hot dogs, three large Diet Cokes, <laughs> and a bag of popcorn <laughs> for <Hey>. four tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well hockey, let's thank our sponsors again, Andy. The Hockey Guys brought to you by Cohen Insulation, Megan Strendon, Federated Insurance, and a Fargo's Horse hockey team. And we'll be back uh, at 8.35, and we're going to spend a little time uh, with Coach Rick Zombo, who came in with a team that he's been coaching out of Lindenwood, St. Louis, Missouri. And Missouri is now going to have D1 hockey back, because uh, for those historians, Wills will have to look on his phone and figure it out, but... St. Louis is back in D1 hockey. So come back and join us in five minutes at 8. Partly cloudy skies for today. Looking pretty decent out there. It will be a bit breezy at times with winds out of the east-southeast about 10 to 15. And highs in the upper 60s. Overnight tonight, partly cloudy. will drop down to a low in the mid to upper 40s. And clouds thicken up on your Sunday. It will turn breezy as the storm system approaches from our south. We'll have a high in the mid to upper 60s with a chance for some isolated showers and storms coming in after dark. And that will last into Sunday overnight and into early Monday. From the Skywatch Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dean Wysocki. 
Hello, FCS football fans. This is Kevin Marshall, host of FCS Nation. FCS Nation is the only nationally syndicated program all about the football championship subdivision. From the opening whistle in Montgomery until a champion is crowned in Frisco, Texas, at FCS Nation, we'll cover it all. Interviews with coaches, players, and everything you need to know to get you ready for your football Saturday on FCS Nation on the Palmetto Radio Network. Tune in to FCS Nation right here, Saturday mornings at 11. Can I return this lottery ticket? I want one that's a winner. Some things in life you just can't take back. But when you shop at Valley Imports Pre-Owned, it's a little different. Valley Imports Pre-Owned has a three-month limited warranty, seven-day return, and 30-day exchange policy. That means you can't buy the wrong car at Valley Imports Pre-Owned. See the full inventory now at valleyimports.com. Drive it, love it, or return it. Valley Imports Pre-Owned. The doctors at Bag and Strinden Vision have been caring for cataract patients for over 30 years. And there is a reason that so many of your friends and neighbors in the Dakotas and Minnesota have sought out their expert care. Dr. Strinden and Dr. Bagan have always been at the forefront in the latest technology and combine that with an old-fashioned attitude of personal care for each individual. If you are considering LASIK or cataract surgery, do yourself a favor and call Bagan Strinden Vision to get additional information before making this important decision. There is a difference. Experience you can trust. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Are you interested in swapping stories over a good card game? Would you enjoy having three hot meals a day? Would it be okay with you if someone did your dishes, laundry, and helped manage your health concerns? For over 125 years, the Veterans Home has been providing quality care for veterans and their spouses. You were there for us. Now let us be there for you. Call us at 701-683-6500 or visit ndvh.nd.gov. This ad is sponsored by the North Dakota Cares Coalition and aired in cooperation with the North Dakota Broadcasters Association and this station. From field to fuel, a story from the North Dakota Ethanol Council. Did you know ethanol costs less than other octane sources? Reducing the cost of gasoline at the pump? North Dakota's corn ethanol refineries produce biofuel with among the smallest carbon footprints in the nation. Two, making use of steam from fossil fuel power plants. Investments in carbon capture that will take advantage of North Dakota's unique geology look to shrink those footprints even more. Ethanol is pioneering carbon capture. While the world talks about it, ethanol is doing it. Here, now, reducing the carbon footprint. North Dakota's corn producers are increasingly efficient stewards of the land, producing more on the same land with less inputs. Yields increasing 25 to 42 percent in the last 20 years. Find out more at ndethanol.org. ndethanol.org. 
A message from the North Dakota Ethanol Council. From the kennel to the coop, whatever the season, Fleet Farm has everything to keep your animals happy and healthy. From training your pup to sit season, to mastering those retrieval skills season. From clipping your horse for competition season, to keeping the backyard birds well-fed season. And of course, loving your pets like family season. There's a reason people say, if Fleet Farm doesn't have it, you don't need it. Because we have it all. Fleet Farm. Built for real life. Hey, this, welcome this is, back to the hockey guys. This is Zombo Music. High. Hey, Rick, Jeff Bradal, Eddie Christian, the coach, Dean Wilson, and the one and only Dr. Phil, the original Dr. Phil. Rick, long time, no chat. How you doing? Good. I can't stop laughing, smiling. Oh, my. <laughs> I got to clean the spider webs off. Good hockey name. Well, I'm looking at your hockey DB picture, and uh, this must be your peewee picture. <laughs> it, it, it hasn't changed. I, I'll tell you what, hats are a premium now once you start coaching. <laughs> I, I haven't figured out what you wear during the game. Hey, Rick, the last time I seen you, I was driving the boat going about 50 miles an hour. You were on the inner tube flying, I tell you, 20 feet high in the air. I spun you around. Literally, you went halfway across the ice skipping like a rock. Well, I got news for you. The only time you spun me around was on the water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Zomer, I ran into you a couple weeks ago when you uh, set up an unbelievable schedule. And uh, do me a favor, Eddie, I see. Just go into Langer and say, Eddie says hello, and then the world gets small for you again. My son, Bryant, uh, was one of the guys that uh, was fortunate enough to catch uh, him for the last two years of his career. But... uh, you, you yeah, have, no, we, we've talked already, Eddie. We've talked. This, this man here is a class act, working any coach. And right you, uh, you, I, I just, I just want to shout out and say, you know, we're sitting here this morning before the show because that's what we do five minutes before we plan. We plan it. We, <laughs> we aren't very serious here. So unlike Jess Myers, we're not going to grill you on hockey technology. We're going to talk <laughs> okay. about who you are instead of instead of how you go. Before coach. we ask you the questions, Rick, we got to tell you we're drinking. Uh, well, what did you bring to buy, uh, Doctor Phil, with us today here? From Canada, the Clamato Caesar. And uh, Eddie Good. brought uh, Ham's beer, the 24-ounce. Yeah. So. And, nice. they check, and they always check the dates on it because sometimes Jeff thinks they're a little bit fresh. <laughs> Back from college days. <laughs> exactly. Carlo Rossi. Why is that bottle in the sink? It's two bucks back. <laughs> but, Coach, in a little serious note, uh, you have came in – to D1 yeah. hockey, and I want people to understand what your team is doing because you got your first one against Air Force, and Air Force is no slouch. So congrats on yeah. that one. But Thanks. back up, I saw you at Minnesota. Your opening weekend yeah. is Minnesota back-to-back. And the, pre- and, the, and the premier program, the Little M, we call it, because Michigan is a big yeah. M and a big 10. So the Little M, right. you played them competitively two nights. Had to made you yes. feel proud. Then you go yeah. up, you pick oh. off Duluth, you pick off Bemidji State. You do Air Force. You do Michigan, and you're looking at AIC. I mean, wh- yeah. wh- how how many phone calls did it take for you to get the toughest schedule in college hockey in your first year in D1? Uh, thank you very much. It, it is an unbelievable schedule. I've always been one 
to try to play the best, emulate the best, beat the best. Uh, it, it, it took us nine days, and it happened right in the middle of our national tournament in the ACHA. Um, I, I can't thank the opponents enough for giving us opportunities, and it wasn't just my staff's phone calls. Other teams were leveraging their power so that they would adjust different schedules just to get us in. And I thought I was shooting for the moon. I thought it was high aspirations to try to get 20. This was put together in the first week of March. So most schedules are done usually a year in advance, if not, you know, January. And, and what we put together, it's just obviously it's my staff. It's been unbelievable. Um, but I can't thank the opponents enough for, for giving us an opportunity. And, yeah, no, strength of schedule, we got 30 on our schedule. That's unbelievable. And uh, as you said, playing in Mariucci is uh, – it's always a dream come true. We followed up with another 100-year history of uh, Yost, the children of Yost. Um, yeah, it just – you got to play. Once the puck goes down, everybody's the same. Hey, Rick, uh, what type of players are you looking for? We have, you know, up here in the hockey hotbed, I always say the 2-1-8ers, the 3-2-0s, the 7-0-1-ers. We also reach into Canada. And I'll tell you, South Dakota right now has a lot of players coming out of it. Uh what type of player are you looking for at your college? So um, I started two years ago. I brought nine freshmen in, uh, foundational players, um, to move up and down the lineup, uh, try to be uh, descriptive. Navy SEALs, you know, one percenters, those are hard to find, right? So I knew every day that we are going to face adversity. I want to make certain that they had tremendous coping skills, uh, have been um, told no many times as we all have, but, but now everybody wants to express their feelings instead of go dig a ditch. So I can't say that my players are, are ditch diggers, but they're high-character players, and it, it pretty much emulates me. Also, you have to understand, the recruiting class that I have playing for me right now, it's almost like skimming the foam off a cup, coffee cup. We didn't have, I have to play off uh, my options. You know, I want to hold you off. There, there wasn't much competition when it came to recruiting now we're involved with the competition uh, there's a lot of good players that are out there um you know the, the think that we're going to land a blue chip our, our focus is making certain uh that we get blue chip players out of our zip code which is hard to do because everybody's aware of the product that comes out of st louis but it, it really doesn't matter zip code or nationality i just want to make certain that we're getting good players that have transitional thought and right now it, it's currently we're looking for uh, top five players. So we've committed two forwards that are definitely top five PP players. Uh, we have one more than 2D. You know, everybody would like to have Chris Letang, um, but they're hard to find. You know, so it's just when, you, when you're recruiting a defenseman, very rarely uh, is juniors good for them because they don't allow any kind of relationship with both sides of their stick, and the glass becomes their best friend. I want to play offense. We play high risk. I uh, like scoring goals, and you need somebody that at least has uh, a comfort level, not dense, but a comfort level that is high risk and you have the skill to run into the middle of a rink. Yeah, the, the Cal McCarr type. You know. Oh, thank you very much. Well, the Ty Farmer kid, okay? So the Ty Farmer kid, the St. Louis kid that transferred from UMass. Oh, we called him, but, you know, we're naive to the portal. We didn't recognize that, you know, deals were already done before names hit the portal. Uh, I looked through. My staff, we've watched almost 300 players, transfer portals. And um, the high-end players, we weren't getting. Those deals were done. The next level, 
uh, had no interest of coming to Lindawood. And then under that, I'd rather uh, educate and teach new players for the future. Yeah, Rick, I don't know if the transfer portal is the way to go. I, I, I like the philosophy of you bring in these young players and let them play with you, teach them, coach them, uh, rather than bringing in a, a senior for maybe one or two years. They, they haven't developed the culture, the chemistry. You know, you look at what you said about a, a player you're looking for, the character and and the confidence. It was just like talking uh, to to Coach Mike Casings in Mankato. He loses out against the Gophers. He loses out against yeah. North Dakota, and all he does yeah. is win. Correct. No, it. Uh, I, I like to teach Monday to Thursday. I like to teach, uh, and I also dislike turncoats. Uh, doing uh, and emulating Korean ingenuity off of Hastings is uh, it's amazing what he's done there. Uh, to try to do that is what I'd like to do. The, the biggest problem is society, uh, where uh, I'll tell you, after four games, I had players asking about ice time in my dressing room, and and they knew that we played the Gophers. They knew that we played Michigan, but they still had to express their feelings. It was like, you know, the easy comeback is, do you have patience? Because I'm expressing a lot of patience on your development. Do you have patience? I would, I'd like to think um, – that I'd have players for four years. Um, if you can, you'll have a real mature team that can play against the, the high-end blue chip, uh, one-and-done type players. Um, so that, that, that Minnesota team was dynamic. To, to be on the bench, it, it, to actually see the skill of the, the, the NHL of tomorrow, they have it there in the Gophers. Then we follow up um, with Michigan – like, it's not fair. That talent level is not fair. However, um, we gave a good go, and, and now we're running through the Atlantic Conference that plays completely different than, you know, your NCHC or, you know, your high Big Ten. Rick, this is Dean Wilson. You know, talk about that portal again. You know, uh, Saratoria with Air Force, he talked about the, the big get bigger. He, he didn't like it. And you talked about a little bit about guys' question playing time. I'm all about loyalty. That's why I don't like the portal. You stay for four years. I'm all about loyalty. And, and how do you, you know, you talk about your challenges about how do you nab that uh, blue chip you steal, that zip code from somebody else that, that makes your program that much stronger. But just your thoughts on the portal, and uh, you kind of alluded to it a little bit. Yeah, I don't like it, but, you know, I'm a new kid on the block. I'm just learning the regulations and the restrictions now. You know, even playing against AIC, I, I, I'm aware of their tendencies, uh, but we're just developing routines here and, and developing players. It's, you know, I, I've been coaching at lesser levels for a long time, so I'm, I'm aware that all players think that they're the best uh, evaluation of, of talent, which maybe they are, uh, but the biggest problem is that they don't have – the coping skills that are necessary uh, when it comes to adversity or having a loud voice. And that becomes challenging uh, for a coach. So uh, I got a coach two years out, right? So I have to prepare for that. I shouldn't be surprised come January or, or at the end of the spring. Um, if I've got 25 or yeah, 25 guys leaving the, the rink every day going, what a swell man Zombo is, I'm really not doing my job, um, but also it, uh, I, I'm, I'm honest with them. And we, we set that straight. People don't like hearing that coaching is a dictatorship, um, but it is with listening skills. 
Rick, you, you had mentioned that you like defensemen not playing juniors, and you, you met, referenced junior uh, defensemen, uh, defensemen playing junior hockey, off the glass and out. Uh, why don't you talk about that? That was really interesting. The, oh, oh, okay, so it's, it's not that I don't like defensemen playing juniors. When you're coaching juniors, um, the emphasis is usually the guy with the tie under his throat instead of the guys in front. You want to you want to make certain that uh, you have far more wins and keeping the puck out of the middle of the rink and not exposing weaknesses gives you an opportunity to win games at the end. So it, it's job preservation, it's longevity. Uh, now um, to have a release pass on the boards, like these guys, like they know they don't have a chance for a primary, let alone a secondary assist. So I don't even want my guys st- stopping with their numbers on the glass like it, it's stupid you know let's run it to the middle so at least now that we have 85 feet of, of width to move you know and then the other terminology is uh, everything is buzzwords the modern defense thing you know defense and don't skate backwards i'm going oh my god chelios couldn't skate backwards but he was a hell of a defenseman you know it, it's a cerebral part and it is um <clears throat> You need a better head on your shoulders than feet, to be honest with you. It's processing and decision making. Um, like, but you gotta you gotta see. You know, like I'm teaching guys. It's not quite John Wooden UCLA basketball, but like when you say, "Oh, did you see the play?" They're like, "Yeah." yeah. You know, they tell you what you want to hear. They like, turn your head, touch your chin on your shoulder. You know, like that's scanning. That's that's how you you can anticipate. You know that next play. So finding those defensemen um, is extremely challenging. And then also my persistence of telling them that I will accept mistakes. Mistakes happen. I will accept it. And they think I'm a fool. They, they think I'm lying because they think that in pattern, strictly to please the coach's aspirations instead of develop to become a better player. Coach Sambo, thank you. We'll get you back on because part of what we've yeah. uh, doing here is trying to get kids to listen. That uh, you know, everybody has this this thing that you need to do X, Y, and Z, and you know the X's and O's of hockey don't create the Kaoma cars and the, the guys that end up at the highest level. So good to hear that you're letting and being honest with your yeah. kids and <clears throat> letting them know that the game is about playing, going up and learning yeah, and developing. So we're going to get you back yeah. on again. We're up against the clock. You have to get back on the ice so you can uh, teach. But again, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on board. We'll open you up a little farther and find out more stories about you and Jeff and a boat because somewhere in here, I think you <laughs> held a few things out of that discussion. So uh, yeah, tell. I don't know if that was Devil's Lake or what, but <laughs> Pickerel Lake in Minnesota. <laughs> but you and uh, Langer have a good game tonight, and I'll reach out to both of you tomorrow and congratulate one of you. Tell Langer Thank hello for us. Take yeah, care. Yeah, well, it's great to laugh and smile. Thank you. Good to good to thanks, hear from Rick. You. Well, a little throwback, but uh, talk about a guy that's uh, been through the uh, the process and good to hear that there's somebody in D1 hockey that's looking at it the right way, right, Wills? Well, you know, I love the point of, you know, you you, you play and uh, you better doing something wrong than nothing wrong. So come on right. back. That's how you learn. Make a mistake. And- 
Partly cloudy skies for today, looking pretty decent out there. It will be a bit breezy at times with winds out of the east-southeast about 10 to 15 and highs in the upper 60s. Overnight tonight, partly cloudy. will drop down to a low in the mid to upper 40s and clouds thicken up on your Sunday. It will turn breezy as the storm system approaches from our south. We'll have a high in the mid to upper 60s with a chance for some isolated showers and storms coming in after dark. And that will last into Sunday overnight and into early Monday. From the Skywatch Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dean Wysocki. Truck Headquarters. Gateway Chevrolet has new Chevy trucks arriving daily. Buy your new Chevy Silverado at Invoice. Yes, Invoice pricing on new Silverados with a fresh look, new interiors, and larger screens with easy-to-use technology. Save thousands on new Chevy Silverados with four different motors available. Dynamic fuel management, Bluetooth, backup camera, Apple CarPlay, and more. Save thousands and enjoy the smooth ride in your new Chevy Silverado from Gateway Chevrolet. Find new roads. Details GatewayFargo.com. Megan Strinden Vision specializes in cataract surgery customized to your unique vision needs. Dr. Tom Strinden and Dr. Steve Began have been doing this for longer than anyone in this area. And together with their personal care, you'll have the best outcome available. If you've been told you have cataracts, please call Began Strinden Vision and get their advice. Their reputation for integrity with affordability is well known. Appointments are available without a referral. Began Strinden Vision. Experience you can trust. Brian Feuder with the NDSCS Apprenticeship Program. NDSCS's apprenticeship program is really based on the typical apprenticeship models that have been in, in, in existence for many years. But currently there are over a thousand apprenticeable occupations that are recognized by the United States Department of Labor. Hi, I'm Dixie Bope. I'm the Director of Nursing at Four Seasons Healthcare Center. I encourage other companies to use the NDSCS apprenticeship program. They have a personal relationship with you. They help you out with advertising. They help bring in new candidates, interviews, um, getting the word out. Hi, my name is Pamela Morrow, Project Specialist for NDSCS Apprenticeship. If you're interested in a program, please reach out today by calling 701-231-6927 or go online to ndscs.edu backslash workforce hyphen affairs and click on the Apprenticeship North Dakota tab. See if the NDSCS Apprenticeship Program is for you. The holidays are approaching, and it's a great time to show your special someone just how much they're loved. At Wimmer's Diamonds, we believe in love and in surprises. I'm Aaron Wimmer, inviting you to stop into our new inviting showroom to find the perfect and beautiful reminder of your love. Our family, helping your family celebrate your special moments. Wimmer's Diamonds, 4582 32nd Avenue South in Fargo. And this station. Welcome back to the hockey guys. Coach Bob Motzko, congratulations on a fantastic game last night. Yeah, they had a little of everything, but it was short. It was a short excitement, though, with the unbelievable attendance by uh, and enthusiasm in the building. It was a you know the true rivalry was standing tall last night. I can tell you that. Yeah, coach, it's fun when the college game comes back to, to kind of where it was, right? And again, the uh, a, a question for you because it's amazing as I'm watching it and looking at it. You and I uh, ran into each other a few weeks ago, and uh, I've got a coach sitting here, Dean Wilson, the uh, guru of Fargo South Hockey, and uh, you and I had kind of chatted. The talent, and Rick Zombo was on with us for 15 minutes just before you. He said that 
the talent of your defenseman is unparalleled in college hockey. And how do you manage that uh, talent? Well, it's awful special group and and kind of generational just the way it happened. But, you know, in today's world, you get first-round draft pick and Ryan Johnson, you know, staying around for a senior year. Jackson Lacombe in his senior year, uh, who was a beast last night, they were both outstanding in favor, a second-round pick. We had upperclassmen not jumping to leave. And and we were prepared for that to happen. And then you, I think Mike Kester, who's a junior now, was outstanding last night. And then a, the three freshmen we brought in, Chesley, uh, Cal, Cal Thomas, and Middlestad, that was the replacements we had for our guys leaving. So it's just deep with talent, deep with character, and, and we're playing all seven of them. Uh, and we're going to continue to do it. It's been the bread and butter of our of our start so far because uh, we've got a long way to go with our – we're playing 10 freshmen and sophomore forwards, but our D course is holding the fort for us. And I think I can say the most, just terrific character. You come back for your junior, senior year, it means you got you got heart for the program, and, and this group does. So we're in a great spot there. Well, Coach, we, uh, we told you we'd keep you on for about two minutes. I know – you had uh, activities this morning at the church and have activities with the team. That We appreciate just that minimal opportunity to talk to one of the best college hockey coaches in the country. And your team this year, Coach, pretty special. Well, we, we, we've got a good group. We sure like it. And I think we're going to be better a month from now. And that's we just got to keep holding our head above water where we grow up with our young guys. Well, the bad part of you winning last night, we have everyone running around the studio, not behind a mic, wearing gopher jerseys. And, yeah, we got we, <laughs> hey, coach, playing hey, your coach. fighter song, uh, your uh, rouser song. Coach, uh, Bob Moskow, thank you very much. I, I, I interrupted you, yeah. Coach. Yeah, I'll be on longer some other time, guys, but thanks for having us on. It'll be great atmosphere tonight. Close this thing out. Absolutely. Good luck tonight, Coach. All right, thank you. So, Jeff, watching the game, I'm going to put a number in, then you guys go rewatch the game. 7.29. Just put a little note to yourself. Seven minutes, 29 seconds left in the game last night. Third period for the first 12, 31. I thought UND had done the best job all night of keeping the Gophers a little off base, attacking the puck in the offensive zone. Anybody recall what may have happened about 7.29 of that third period? Yeah, there was a penalty. A penalty problem, no? No. Puck rolls in North Dakota zone. Goaltender doesn't have any pressure. Kind of comes and looks up, and instead of moving the puck, takes a whistle. I don't know how you coach, Wills, but sometimes when you're having the game go your way, the last thing you want is a what? Stoppage in play? And if you watch it, what happened after that 729 mark, UND just kind of started thinking about the clock. And the game kind of got away at the end. But I think his M.O. is that he doesn't play the puck real, a lot. Um, and so I think that's what you get. Would you be worried about the shots on goal? Because the Gophers definitely shot, outshot them almost twofold. Well, again, I just think if you, keep, if, you're, if you have something flowing your way, it's good to keep the flow going. But a stoppage in play allows, you know, now Mott's is sitting there. Now he gets a chance to say, okay, I'm going to maybe shorten up my seven. Where you get caught up in the activity. Hey, just, just one of those things that you look at. 
<laughs> we go till fifty-eight fifty. Oh, so. well, you told me fifty-seven. You showed Here up. <laughs> you showed I was up. Going to be on time for the first. Time. You showed up the, for the show last week. And it wasn't on yet. Momentum, Doctor Phil. It's right. a game of momentum. Absolutely. You're right, Eddie. When you got momentum, you freeze the puck. You give a coach another bench. We loved it. I mean, yeah, with timeouts. Yeah, we loved it. I go. They got to call a timeout. Then we could possibly call a timeout. Now we got our best upper end players out there for a long, long period of time, five minutes or whatever, because you, now you it's all a game of momentum. UND's yeah. leading two one. I'm sitting out at the Red Hen by myself having a Coke, watching the game. And at seven twenty nine that play happened and mentally I'm like, note seven twenty nine. Five minutes later, six minutes later, North Dakota scores, then it was there. But join us next week. The Hockey Guys brought to you by Cullen Insulation with locations covering all of North Dakota and West Central Minnesota. We'll be back next week here on The Hockey Guys.